Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. So he came in and I was grieving and a mess. The man just died and came in and raised my rent about $800 a month. Well, didn't you have a lease? Unfortunately, uh, the lease... It was a five-year, five-year option. Old school Italians was a handshake. Well, no. After I mean, the five years. Right. I, I know. You but know? I mean, that, you know what, what we call people who do deals on yeah, a handshake? Yeah. Litigants. Yeah. This is the plaintiff, Kristen Jenna. She says she owns a hair salon, and the defendant bought the building where she's been in business the past 15 years. When he bought it, he jacked up her rent. She refused to sign a new lease, and he basically threatened her life. Bottom line, the guy's a creep. She's owed her $3,000 in security deposit and is suing for just that today. This is the defendant, Boris Borakov. He says the plaintiff up and left him high and dry and moved out without notice. He didn't get all of his rent, has every right to keep her money and doesn't owe her a dime. He's accused of lousy landlording. All parties, please use your radio. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. You see it, come to order, please. Litigants have been sworn in. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome, ma'am. Kristen Jenna, yes. doing business as Fingerprints Salon. Yes. You are suing Nika Estates, uh, represented here by Boris Borukov, the owner. And who's the gentleman with you? This is my son. Okay. For $3,000 of your security deposit that you say he is refusing to return and he has no grounds to. Tell me what happened here. I built the salon from the ground up. Like, there was nothing. There was just concrete floors, walls. I built it with my father, my husband, my sons every night. I put my whole life into it. How long ago? 2008. Mm -hmm. um, my father died in two 2016, eight years later. And um, right after that, this man bought the building. Okay, so he came in, and I was grieving and a mess. The man just died and came in and raised my rent about $800 a month. Well, didn't you have a lease? Unfortunately, uh, the lease, it was a five-year, five-year option. Old school Italians was a handshake. Well, no. After I mean, the it, five years. Right. I, I know. You but know? I mean, that, you know what, what we call people who do deals on yeah, a handshake? Yeah. Litigants. Yeah. Right. Well, that, yeah. Was, right. that was my That's fault. a problem. Okay. So, because so he no has lease. a perfect right. I mean, I yes, know. Yes, he did. I, you know, I'm sorry that you're grieving or whatever, but he has a perfect right to raise the rent. Absolutely. So, how did he notify you that he was raising the rent? He, and to my face, he said okay. to me, I want an additional $800 a month if you're going to stay here. I begged. And how much were you paying I was then? Paying $19.50. Mm -hmm. And he wanted like 2700 or something like and that. And so you begged? So I begged. I said, can you please? I said, it's a small mom and pop business. I said, I don't have it. I don't make it. I'll show you my books. I begged him. Right. So he agreed to $350 increase. 
to 2,300. Wait, how much did you agree to? 2,600, we shake the hand. She said, give me till Christmas, what, shake I the go hand. Away. Why are you shaking her hand? You're not Italian. Why don't you guys put it in writing? <laughs> no, 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 I know, but um, I trust her. She said, I cannot make it this money, and I show it to her, increasing of my tax. For one year, $4,000. Listen, you do not have to justify to me why you want to raise the rent on a business that is reckless enough to have a month-to-month -month tenancy. That is the risk you took. Exactly. And that's great because whoever you had a great relationship with the last guy and you could leave whenever you wanted. That was that was in your interest then. Exactly. Well, that's the problem, right? So yeah, you could raise her. it to a million and then she just leaves. That's that's business. I didn't right? bother her to sign up the new lease. Well, that was ridiculous. So according to you, the two of you agree that she's gonna pay what? Twenty six hundred. Okay. And she start paying twenty three hundred every month. Okay, so then you agreed on a three hundred and fifty dollar increase. Correct. Okay, to twenty three hundred is your testimony. Mm -hmm. He says it's twenty six hundred. You pay twenty three hundred, and then do you file a notice of eviction because she's only paying twenty three hundred? No, because okay. I have. For how many months did you not file a notice of eviction? Eight months. For eight months, he's accepting the twenty three hundred. Okay, and then what goes wrong? I get a big storm happens, big ice storm. The roof was filled with ice, which there's problems with the roof to begin with, which he knows about, because I've told him about that, that there were leaks. The whole back of my store was f covered. The ceiling tiles were all buckling. It was all water. Do you have pictures? Yes, I do. May I see them? Yes. Okay. All right, so this is, when you sent them a lot of other pictures, too, mm -hmm. that show the ceiling tiles, water stained. That's on March 15th. What day was the snowstorm? Uh, that was the same day. Okay, so on March 15th, you sent him several pictures mm -hmm. um, showing the buckling of the ceiling. That's a false ceiling underneath? It's a drop ceiling. Drop yeah, ceiling. the drop ceiling, right. This is dangerous and about to collapse. It needs to be taken care of ASAP. My husband can fix it at a low price, and I can get another estimate as well, and I will deduct it from the rent. That is on March 15th. And do you answer her text? Uh, by the time she sent the text, I was on the operation uh, table. Okay. I have heart attack. I have the proof. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, I have heart attack. And she called and keep calling me. I cannot pick her up. I told my wife. She was next to me. I said, tell her she, I'm on operation uh, table right now. Well, as soon your as wife was in the operation table and you had a cell phone in the operation yeah, table? No, no, no. no. I mean, they taking me. they taking yeah. me to the uh, operation room. Was so when do, when do you get back to her? After two days, as soon as I feel better, because two days I stay in the hospital. And I went right away from the hospital to my place. And I told her, as soon as it's melted down, I'm going to take care of one, two, three. But, but it was still, uh, the snow, it was still in the, uh, so when, in the roof. So when, according There's to no you... no leaking at okay, all. Okay, okay, hold on, don't get excited. Uh, especially after a heart thing. I, don't know. <laughs> I know. When you call her back, you say it's two days later? No, I didn't call. I go right away. Okay. After operation, I, after so they, they keep me two days. So what day did you go there? It's not two days 17. after heart surgery. 17. All right, that's not two, the 17th. So according to you, you had heart surgery on the 15th, and on the 17th, you go see her? Yeah. The problem here is that how long were you calling him before you decided to take it into your own hands? Two days. Okay. And is it accurate that he came to the business a few mm. days after his heart um, implant? That's, he, it wasn't two days. When it was, was probably it? Probably about, it was at the end of the week, so it was probably no. about four days. No. You shouldn't be working after four days. <laughs> so he goes over there and does what? He, I told him I had it fixed. I showed him. Nothing and how there. much, stop, how much did you pay to have it fixed? $575. Okay. And I, then he gets mad because you took it upon yourself yes. to get the, but the 575 that wasn't just for the roof tiles, for the ceiling, the false ceiling, mm -hmm. right? 
There was hi-hats involved. There was removal, um, shop vac, all the water damage, which technically they told me I needed new carpeting. And uh, I said, no, just shop vac. Do you have pictures of the carpeting? Because you don't have any pictures of that. I just have the work order saying what they did. The Let me see the work order of what they did. And who is they? Is they? My husband okay. sent his workers over. His own workers. Yes. All right. And I got another estimate. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. The way, uh, you know, for a, a woman who doesn't have a lease, mm -hmm. you have a very strange way of going about things. Because you already know that you have no ability to stay there if he decides that you're out. Right. And then you hire your husband. Exactly. I got it. <laughs> I've been doing this without you my whole life. And then you hand him a $575 bill, and am I to understand that didn't include patching of the roof? No, he temporar temporarily fixed the roof. With what? I don't know what they did. Well, they were there for two know, days. For me to decide 575 is reasonable, I have to know what okay. they did. So well, is this the work order? Yes, that's All right. what was done. From your husband. Mm -hmm. you know. See, the reason why this bristles the hair on the back of my neck and clearly on the back of your landlord's neck, whose mercy you're at when you don't have a lease, is because it's your husband. So he has, to the naked eye, Ex a reason. Ex-husband? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but not at this time. Yes. Was he? Was Even at that time? Starting, yeah. separated. Okay. Well, you know, he apparently you guys are good friends. He's able to, you hired him, you didn't hire somebody else. So he has to the naked eye a reason to beef it up, right? All right. Um, so you see that she deducts it from the rent, or she says, I, I already paid him, I'm going to deduct it from the rent. Do you have proof of payment? Yes. Let me see it. While she's looking for that. So you first learn of her intent to deduct 575 <clears throat> from the rent. On what day? On the day that you go after your surgery? I, I go there. The zero uh, job is done. Zero percent. Yeah, why isn't there a date on this? Z you know where's zero? the date of your check? Hold on. I can pull up the... Yeah, pull it up. Because there's no uh, dates on it, and I want to know when it was cashed. Me? Okay, uh, Mr. Borokov, you yes. were saying, the day that you go there after your stint, according to you, nothing is done. Mm -hmm. What does she point out to you? Does she say, look at this, look at this? What does she point Run. out to? No, she said she was busy with the well, client. She is busy said, with this the is the job. This is the job we done. Listen, you want it, you don't want it, this is the one. I say, what? Wait, you talk to so me? according to you, she had already done the job. Exactly. Do you she, have proof of, of uh, when the check was cashed? That is what I asked you for. It's not allowing me to pull the bank statement right now, but I can't. Well, you better get it, because you, all you did was take a picture of a check, I and it has it no dates on it. I did it from the statement. I was. Yeah, right, so do the same thing now, except let me see the date, because the date's cut off. I, all right? I understand what your rush was, um, and I understand why he was mad, but in any event, let's go through what ends up happening. Do you tell her, forget it, you can't do this, you owe me the whole rent, or else, what do you do? She was supposed to pay $2,600 every month. So you say, she was paying can you stop, can you prove that? Well, here's It's the, your word against hers on that. You're right, Judge, but in, in New York, uh, it, it can be verbally told to her. Oh, it could. Now, she says, you're lying. You say, she's lying. Well, actually, there is proof. I apologize, Judge, there is proof. Do it. There's a letter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And we didn't oh, mention you mean one. after the fact, saying No, 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 no. There, okay. there's a letter, there's a letter. Uh, from my law office, Judge, saying you're in arrears of your rent. Right, but it's dated when? Four days after, Judge. Four days after what? Uh, after she missed the payment, her first payment of 2600 I sent a letter saying, look, you're, in, you're deficient. So we're talking rent. about eight months before the events that we're talking about, right? You're talking about in 2016 then. Right. No, 2017. No, no, 2016. No, stop. Let him handle it. Okay. <laughs> That's why you put him through law school. All right. I've been retained to represent blah, blah, blah. The date. 
is 2016. Do you have any other letters to her telling her that? I do. I have a letter, a final closing statement after she left saying Which this is, is your balance. Way out. You left in April, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So on August 20th, you got a letter saying your payment is deficient. Be advised that your rent is in arrears for 300 for the month of August and please make the payment. You just ignored that? I never got that letter. Did you send it certified? I did not judge. They didn't teach you to do that in law school? They did, but this was okay. like a favor for my father. So oh, it was a favor for your father? What? You couldn't afford? It, it was a favor for you, so he wasn't paying $1.30. <laughs> All right, so positive. the rent for March 15th through April 15th was, def according to them, deficient, according to you, justifiably so, for the mm -hmm. 575 and what mm -hmm. else? Well, I went now. I go into the precinct because he he threw me out. What day did he? Well, he said, if you don't pay me my money, I'm gonna what? He said, I you're messing with the wrong person. I will take you out, and he was screaming and cursing me. Take he you said, out as an evict you, or take you out as and punch you in the face. The impression that I got was physical harm to me. Okay, so okay. you go to the precinct. So now happened? I go to the precinct. And I'm terrified. I'm actually terrified to even be in this room with this man. Where's the police report? Wait, stop. Don't, no, no, don't. What, what is that? Is that what they taught you? Where'd you go to law school? St. John's. Did they teach you that in St. John's? She's, it's, it's, she's Did they teach words. you that in St. John's? Teach me what in St. John's, Judge? To interrupt in the middle of a, of, a, of a witness testimony. Did they teach you that? No, The answer's judge. no and nothing else, just like your father's telling you to say. Go ahead. I went down to the precinct. I explained to them exactly my situation and what happened. I said, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I said, my partner's gone. I'm all by, I'm all by myself, and I'm terrified of this man. He threatened my life. So they had me fill out a report. He gave me a case number. He said, uh, if it ever goes to you know trial, you call up. I'll give you a printout. Do you is, have a police report? I have what they gave me when I just called. Which is what, a case number? It has the case number, and it says briefly my complaint on it. OK. I have it. Somewhere. And then what happened? From the police department. They and then told what me to get out of there. They said, send a letter, make sure you date it, go talk to an attorney, which I did. And I sent him a letter saying I was leaving, and I left. I left my business that I built in the middle of the night, lost everything that I built. I don't feel sorry for you. Okay. But do you I don't. Think I'm sorry. That no, I, I would it's do not that, that if I wasn't scared? No, I don't feel sorry for you. Okay. It's not that I don't feel sorry for you, it's that you make me not feel sorry for you when you play the victim card, because you're not a victim, you're not. You're somebody who made a call, you made a judgment call, I'm gonna still stick around, maybe you're even looking for another place at the time, I don't know, exactly. but you know, so I don't, I don't buy that part. And if you're able to keep a business afloat for all those years, you're not stupid, you're smart. So, all right, let's talk about what ends up happening. You tell him, I'm out of there. And when do you tell him that? I sent him a letter on April, 12th, that I would be out in three days. Okay, but that's not a lot of notice for somebody to be able to re-rent the place, is it? No. No, and in fact, what you need to give him is a 30 days notice? Exactly. Right, so um, when you wait until April 12th, what am I supposed to do about that violation of the law? Did you know that you were supposed to give 30 days notice, or did you think you could just leave and say, I, I left? I was told to get out. I did not want By to whom? Leave. By him. I told you he threatened me and told me to get out. No, he said no. pay me my money. No, exactly. Okay, I, I do not need you to contribute. He said pay me my money or else you took it as a threat. You say you took it so as a threat that you went to the police, but it sounds like you just decided to leave. All right, that happens on April 12th. So the rent goes until April 15th, right? That's the term we're talking about, March 15th to April 15th. Mm -hmm. And everybody agrees there's a $3,000 security deposit involved, correct? Yes. All right. So. You are keeping three thousand dollars of a security deposit for what? Difference of the rent. Which is five seventy-five. No, the, the difference of the rent uh, three hundred dollars oh, every month. the difference of the rent because you want now to go back in time 
for all of those other months that you were accepting 2300 and make it 20, 2600 so it's 300 times 8 you're suing for that as she mentioned or you feel you, you, you're entitled to that as she, as she mentioned it before she said 2750 i give it to her 150 dollars whatever i beginning i said but she keeps sending it 2300 every month and my son he sending the letter he said listen Do you, you have you're proof behind. that you sent that letter in uh, yeah, august such we, as we, a, you we know, gave it we gave it you no you didn't you gave me a copy of a letter that could have been written on a typewriter yesterday but when there is no effort except for one letter that does not, it was not sent certified return receipt requested. Are there any emails or texts between you guys saying, wait, now you're in arrear 600 or anything like that? He has a security deposit. He felt there was no need to remind her that. Right, that. but. That's what the security deposit is for, right, to reduce or, it later. Oh, either that or it's kind of a waiver, right? And waiver is a concept in the law that says that when you act as though something's okay, it could be okay. Now, if you sent this, this would be anti-waiver. This would be perfect. But you have to prove that she got it. So you tune for that. What else are you keeping of the 3000 for? Okay. The and difference in the rent of March 15th through April 15th, right. which is a 575. 575. Right. And, and what else? Uh, the, when she worked in the premises, she left the cabin and the garbage and the inside the... the I have all evidence here. Yeah, let me see the pictures. Picture here. Right. Which is, I paid, um, I tell you true, I didn't pay the, by check because I, I, I hired somebody, they brought the, uh, the, they brought the car, they, because You I shouldn't had... be just standing there with your hands to your side. You should be trying to get into your account so I can see that there was a, ca a check cash of 575, which is proof that you should have brought me today instead of a picture of the front of a check. Okay. So be looking. And also, do you have pictures of the job that was done? You should have pictures of brand new ceiling tiles and everything else. I just have the pictures of how I left the salon. Do they show the ceiling tiles? Do they show, you, we already know it doesn't show the vent, does I, it show the ceiling tiles? I will go through the pictures. I... Go through the pictures. Okay. Because let me explain to you, you're the one who's carrying the burden on this, okay? Because your lease doesn't let you do what you did. Mm -hmm. So okay. you should be showing me proof that 575 was expended from you, and you should be showing me proof that $575 of work happened. I should be seeing pictures of the work if you want me to deduct any of it from your rent. Do you have that? I showed him. I didn't think no, I had you showed to take him the pictures. bad stuff. I no, mean, he saw it. He saw it finished. Oh, you showed him. Okay, was it done? No, I'm had telling that you, nothing done. Obviously. Okay, Through have you this... been a landlord before? No, oh. I try. I don't. You know, I have the back surgery also, herniated disc. I cannot work hard. I said, listen, let me manage this. Make it fifteen hundred dollars by my calculation. And she got bothering me every month, and this calling, and it never happened. I treat her. You know, do I look like criminal? Come on. <laughs> I have four grandchild. I dedicate my life now with my grandchild to treat the, my the tenant for what? Okay. Is worth it this or okay. no? Okay, okay, come down. Do I look like a criminal? Welcome back to the People's Court, Harvey Levin here. So is she uh, out of luck uh, because she's saying uh, he told me to leave, so I left? Yeah, I think so. She should have gone in writing. She should have gotten in writing. Well, here's the thing. The lease says 30 days. She's saying he said get out, and I did what he said. Um... There needs to be some documentation of it. Like what? Um, a text message, email. Oh, you got it down. That's exactly right, going inside the courtroom. Is this your junk in the back? No. Whose junk is it? It's in the back of your salon. Is this your furniture? Do you know that? Because I got to tell you, honey, this looks like the kind of picture that is at salons. Give it to her. Having been to many salons myself, does that frame look familiar to you? That frame could have been hanging on a wall and left somewhere. <laughs> I have to. Okay, no, I got it. It was outside. But All I right. would did All not right. throw I anything got it. outside. I got it. Um, 
How much did you pay somebody to pick up that trash? 450. Oh, come on. 400. No, I'm serious. I'm serious because I cannot pick it up. It was. Uh, I know it, you it can't was, pick it, it up. It was cabin also inside the no, building. No, I, it's, I, it was cabin. I see it. Yeah. I see it. I see Who it. Who's gonna pick it up? This uh, they, they bring it uh, to people to pick it up, all garbage and dispose it. You know, the, nobody do this for fifty hundred. Do you have proof of the four hundred? No, I pay cash. I'm telling you now. Okay. <laughs> so what? You pay cash? You don't get receipts when you pay cash? I do. These, these are these were people he found like outside. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You have them write down on a piece of something. I didn't know she's going to sue me. That's why I said, listen, let's do oh, it. Oh, she's going to sue you. You should know that because things did not go well between you guys. <laughs> I All thought right. she owes me money. She's stop, not gonna come stop, close. stop. She doesn't owe you money. You're going to owe her money, but you're not going to be returning all of this money. And we have two more things to talk, or a few more things to talk about. Okay. And what else uh, are you keeping the security deposit for? Well, the, the one month notice also should, uh, she, okay. she has to give it to Because she me. leaves uh, on what date? She leaves on? 12th of uh, April. And that's when she gives you notice. Right. Well, Sweetheart, you understand, or maybe you don't, but you should understand, that you are required to give 30 days notice. Okay. Nothing in the letter where you give notice uh, in any way, shape, or form says, okay, since you told me I had to get out, uh, I'm getting out. They deny having told you that. And even if somebody tells you, listen, I'm not going to keep renting to you. You pay the rest of this rent for this month, or you got to get out. That doesn't mean you don't give 30 days to both sides. He's got to give you 30 days. There's still rules. He's got to give you 30 days to get out, and he can't take over. In and you got to give him 30 days to get out. In other words, he still gets rent for the next month. Why would you think that it would be okay to give two days' notice? That's not the law. You don't have a right to do that. So right there, that's $2,300. That and the fact that of the 575, you know, if you could just prove to me that some work was done, I'd give you some credit for that. But you can't even prove to me that the work was done. You have zero pictures of the work being done. Have you been in there? Uh, several times. I'm just, I'm trying to figure out why it, was, it is that you guys didn't. It was gutted it. after he sold the premises. Everything was gutted. So I, I wouldn't be able to tell you, Judge. Mm. And again, you have no evidence <clears throat> of the check being cashed and no evidence of the the work that was done no pictures of it. he has admitted about the ceiling tiles but no evidence of the work that was done correct no. you don't pictures that you took or anything else he came no, that's he why i didn't take pictures i came in here i showed him no, from the beginning silly me yeah silly you I, I know yeah i have it right here 4239 right here oh there we go look at that the company is genco you're the one who endorsed the check mm-hmm why did you endorse the check? Because I sign on the on the business. I'm like the yeah. We're not doing this. Secretary. That's just too hairy. That's not that's not arm's length transaction. If the ceiling tiles were replaced, I'm going to uh, allow seventy five dollars for that, not five seventy five. <laughs> so you owe the five hundred dollars for rent, and the five hundred dollars plus four hundred for the pickup of the garbage left behind, plus twenty. Five hundred for the rent for that month, plus the four hundred for the garbage pickup, plus twenty three hundred. The 2400 that you claim on uh, excess rent and everything else, I'm not, I, I don't agree with you on. Because you can't prove that she had noticed that we weren't accepting and you're acting like it's okay to be 2300 But it doesn't even matter. Because we get to that amount before that because you have to give 30 days notice just like all the other mere mortals have to give 30 days notice. So between that 2300 the 500 that I see that, you know, you're cashing the other check. Now I know why I don't have the other side of the check. And the 400 for the pickup, they're entitled to keep the security deposit. Verdict for the defendant. Thank you, Judge. God bless you. <laughs> so the plaintiff does not get her security deposit back. Miss Jenna, how do you feel? Uh, I feel like I got bullied and... and you know, you, you may know. think the judge was being tough on you, but she was just asking for proof and evidence of what you needed to convince her. I know. That's... 
court. Yeah. Then you had to prove her, your case. Sorry, but you didn't do it. So not. it's your own fault. I just feel bad for the next people. That's all. All right. Well, sorry about that. You must sign a few documents out there, and that's it. All right, Mr. Borokov, if you'll come out. Uh, I know you're happy. Of you course. proved your day in court. Did you get a lesson in court today? Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. I think the you judge, The judge knows what she's doing. No kidding. This is an example of justice. Congratulations. All right, well, you satisfied? Very happy Very uh, because, happy. Uh, again, I'm going to prove for myself American justice is number one justice in the world. <laughs> Very good. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. You Thank must you sign sir. a few documents. How about that, Harvey? American justice, best in the world. Okay, you know what? She's absolutely right. That you've got to get documentation, email, text, something like that, because otherwise it's going to be your word against the landlords. That will do it for this case. Litigants for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance, an emergency repair, or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This is the plaintiff, Brian Waring. He says the defendant got into an accident, which was his fault, and the car he hit careened into his fence, wrecking it. The defendant's insurance had lapsed. He's owed $1,326 for the damages the defendant caused. The louse refuses to pay, and he's here suing in the good name of justice. This is the defendant, Keyshawn Jameek Haywood. He says he was cut off by another car, then swerved and tapped a car driven by a woman, and she hid into the plaintiff's fence. The woman traveled a hundred feet from where the fender bender took place. The force of the impact didn't make her hit the fence, and he has no responsibility to fix it. He's accused of getting fenced in. All parties. Please use your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case in the docket. The plaintiff says the defendant got into an accident and the car he hit careened into a fence. But the defendant says the accident wasn't his fault. It's the case of please fence me in. Thank you. You're welcome. Equip Serve yes, LLC, represented here by Brian Waring. Yes, And uh, you are the owner? Yes, ma'am. Okay. You are suing, pronounce the first name, Kaysen? Kaysan. Kaysan Jamik. Jamik. Haywood. Haywood, yes. For $1,326, a cost that you have had to pay to repair a fence that was damaged when an accident occurred that you say is his fault. Tell me what happened. Were you out there when it actually happened? I was not. Okay. No. Uh, one of my, uh, my manager was there. Okay, so the hold time. on. Let's hear from you. What happened? So what happened was I was driving down Mableton Parkway, which is the street I live on. There is a big plaza. How many lanes is this? Uh, the there's a four-lane road with a uh, breakdown lane in the middle. Okay, so two lanes each way? Two lanes each way, yes, and one in the middle. Go ahead. Basically, um, I was driving down, and I was in the faster lane, not the slower lane, closer to the sidewalk. There, were, there was a lot of traffic. It was about maybe 6 in the afternoon. And um, basically, there were cars making space for another car to come in and to get into traffic. But this car skipped that lane, came into my lane, which I was unprepared for. I swerved to avoid the accident. 
and there was an SUV sitting there in the breakdown slash suicide lane. Mm-hmm. I hit her, and she proceeded to go to the left. Over why t- didn't you you Why didn't you just break? I didn't, I didn't have time to break. I didn't have time. If I would have just stayed in my lane, I would have wound up hitting this car, and I probably would have been in this seat suing someone else. Yeah, so as I opposed to what actually happened. See, he, uh, you got the ticket, right? Yes. Improper lane change, because mm-hmm. you changed lanes without seeing if it was safe to do so. And you feel that's unfair because of, according to you, a car came into your lane. Um, now, are there any witnesses to that? There were plenty of witnesses. Any of them who were coming forward? No. Okay. Let me tell you something. I've been doing this a very long time. And I am sure that there are phantom cars cutting people off a lot. Just not the number of times that I hear it in court over the course of the last 25 years. Okay. So if the car that got hit careens into the fence, is the car that goes into the fence is that driver responsible? No, it's the guy who drove car one who caused the accident. But technically, it is the you know the, the damage was done by the car that careened into the fence. It may be legally, but the first car had to fall. Okay, I mean, look, I'm arguing nothing because you're right, going inside the courtroom. You end up hitting her with such impact that her car ends up, is she going the same direction as you? Yes. Right, and then her car ends up skidding and going how far? would you say? I would say maybe 50 to 75 feet. Okay, and that lands on your property. Correct. And we get to you. So what happened? What, what was the damage to your property? Um, we have a fence all the way around the property, and in the front, uh, there's a section of the fence that it uh, Do you have pictures? I do. May I see them? Okay. So that's the chain link fence with the, what do you call that thing on the top that hurts? Barbed wire. Barbed wire. Yeah, that was a big stretch of, big stretch of gate there. So you are suing for 1233 It cost you to repair the fence and $93 in overtime you had to pay two employees to put something up. What did you have them put up? The same old fence that was broken? They just propped up the fence. Propped it up so that yep. you'd have some... Uh, some okay. sort of security for the night until I could get the uh, fence And company your defense to this is... Not my fault there was a phantom car and it shouldn't cost that much because it's just a chain link fence. Absolutely not. Um, I feel like I caused an accident. I feel like I am partially to blame. I actually felt- Did you have insurance? Yes. What kind of insurance? Um, liability. I owned that car, so I didn't have to have full coverage. But it's a good idea to have full coverage because then, then you don't have to worry about stuff like this. And it's also expensive. It's yeah, expensive. Yeah, it is. It is. And, and not legally required, but um, what happened to your car? It was totaled. What happened to the lady's car? To be honest, I don't remember I virtually her car insist upon really it when you're being under too oath. damaged. You don't recall her car being that damaged? She knocked over a fence and you hit her from behind. It had to have been pretty damaged. Did anybody get hurt? My son had to uh, go through surgery. I was What hurt. happened to him? Um, he's a thumb sucker. So while we oh, was in an accident- Oh, he had a thumb in his mouth? He had a thumb in his mouth. How old is your son? He, he just turned five on Wednesday. Oh. So he uh, lacerated his eye here. Oh. And also here in the corner, because he goes like this. Um, he had to get a stent put in his tear duct so it wouldn't close permanently. Um, just maybe some bruises on the face and a lot of... Uh, was he in a car seat? Yes, he was. And it's ridiculous how hurt he was because people were looking at me like, 
was he in a car seat? Like, why is he so messed up? The cop says you, your car seat wasn't in there, right? Well, when he was talking to me, he never told me that. I mean, I just noted that he had said that, but um, all right. Uh, look, that's why they call it an accident. I don't think you intended for this to happen, but yeah, this is uh, part and parcel of the damage that occurred when you change lanes without making sure that you can, you are able to change lanes, especially into the suicide lane. You know, if there was even the most remote evidence whatsoever of the of of another car getting in your way. Um, I can understand what you're saying. It still wouldn't be his fault. It would be up to you to sue that other person who caused you to do it. But uh, in any event, I am finding against you in the full amount that the plaintiff is asking for, $1,326. That's my verdict. Good luck, folks. Okay, just to reinforce this, if you are driving along and somebody hits you and then you hit another car or a fence or whatever, you're not responsible. You have to prove negligence in order to be responsible, and there's no negligence. That will do it for this case. Litigants for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now. This is the plaintiff, Milton Melvin Jr. He says he and the defendant dated, and the day they got into a big fight, she stole $200 cash from the bedroom dresser drawer. She refuses to give him back his money, is now countersuing him simply out of spite, and he can't wait to walk out of this courtroom with a judgment in his favor for the $200 he's owed. This is the defendant, Shakira Rosario. She says she and the plaintiff got into an argument, and he said he was going to come up to her apartment and beat her up. She admits to taking $200 of his $740, but she needed to change the locks to her place because he had a key and she felt threatened. She'll do whatever is necessary to protect herself and her children and owes this lousy cad nothing. She's accused of helping herself to some cash. The defendant has filed a countersuit for $300 for lost wages. All parties, please use your right hand. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket. These litigants dated, but it went south, and the plaintiff says the defendant stole his money. But the defendant admits she took the money, but it was to get locks for her new place to keep him away. It's the case of I'm taking the key to my heart. Thank you, Douglas. All right, Mr. Melvin, you are suing Ms. Rosario, your former girlfriend, for $200 that she out and out stole from you that you had in a drawer once you guys broke up. You have a counterclaim against him for $300 for lost wages. Let me hear from you first. What's going on? All right, we got into an argument one night over the phone. How long had you been dating? Uh, a little bit over a year. We got into an argument. I said some things that were disrespectful. She said she wanted her keys. At that time, I was at work. I could not leave work and bring her keys. When I got off, I did bring her her keys. I saw her, I gave her her keys. She didn't. She said, I have to come back later to get my money. Why? Because she was on her way to work with her kids. That wasn't a problem. Wait, so how did you give her the keys? I came. I saw her that morning. I was at work. I work overnight. Okay. I'm supervised overnight. So that morning you drove by to the place in question? Yes. And you gave her the keys. And if the money's in a drawer right there, why doesn't she just give you the money? No, we, we saw each other in the elevator. She was on her way down, on okay. her way to work. She's a teacher. All right, so you gave her the keys. She said, I'm too late. I got to go. I'll give you the money later. Call me later. later, yeah. Okay. All right. I called her later. I came back, I don't think, that day or two days later. She gave me my stuff. She gave me everything. The total was 740 She gave me back 540 and all my stuff. She just kept 200 to change her locks. She told me for the safety of her and her kids. Okay, tell me why you changed your locks. Well, that night, um, he called me. Uh, I was sleeping. He called cursing and screaming at me. 
And immediately, I think I said, I'm not, I'm not doing this right now. So I hung up the phone. So he called me back. And I picked up. What he was, was he just, yelling at you about? He's calling me all kinds of bees. And what is? Black. What was he saying? They thought you were cheating. You stupid. No, you're just calling me. I'm stupid. B. Over black. what? Nothing. I no, don't know. No, there's always something. What was he calling you that over? I hung up. Now I know you hung up, but when the guy calls you, what's he mad at? Uh, you would have to ask him. So if somebody called you a stupid B, would you break up with them automatically? Yeah, I'm, I don't deserve to be called that. Just once they call you that, you're gone. Yeah. Uh, what do you say? Um, I say it depends on the circumstances. You can sometimes call you that? I mean, no, but if it's a heated fight, you know, see, some things come out. That... Okay, is it a deal breaker? You're going to be the deciding vote? Yes. It is a deal breaker one time in your app? Oh, I don't know. It depends on circumstance. How did you change your opinion and I didn't say a word? What just happened going inside the courtroom? What were you I wasn't mad. I didn't call her cursing out or nothing. What was your fight about? I was on my way over to the house, like three in the morning or something. For what? <laughs> like, I don't know. Okay. Okay, you're on your way over at three in the morning. It's uh -huh. like three in the morning. We got into, I don't know what it was. She, I, you she, seriously, your one year relationship broke up and nobody knows what it was about? I have it on my no, phone. No, we broke, because I was disrespectful, but I didn't disrespect her for no reason. She hung up the phone on me. Yeah, I Because she started so screaming. So then what, what did he say to you that was disrespectful? He called me a stupid black bee and all this other derogatory terms. Right. So I hung up the phone again. What made you change your locks? Just safety? Yeah, he has my keys. And right. So you wanted to change your locks because you don't want any ex-boyfriend having the keys to where right. you and your child live. Right. So okay. And that, that sounds like a great decision on your part. Why does he have to pay for it? Because he didn't bring back my keys. That's it. If he brought back your keys, you would have gone ahead and left the locks unchanged? No. I would have paid You're for it myself. Right. I would have paid for it myself. Well, However, he did eventually bring back your keys, just didn't bring it back on your timetable, right? Before, yes, before I went right. to work. Right, so in the I morning, you're going, it works overnight. So it's 9 o'clock, and you want him to leave work and bring you your keys at 2. That's the time. He, he comes at night. Okay. So well, it's not like I was asking him to come while I was at work or when he was off. I was asking him to come at the normal time. So that because he you didn't can. like his attitude, you want him to, you took $200. Yes, because I couldn't leave my home unattended knowing when that he had When did you change the your locks? That, that morning at 6. Ah. Six o'clock in the morning. So he called me at nine, and I asked him. He's usually there around three a.m. So he usually 3 comes. Three a.m. is the time he normally comes to your house. Yes, he comes. He's... Wait, how do you live like this? Wait a minute. So what do you what do you do? You wake up, have a booty call, and then go back to sleep. It's just like that. It's literally just a service call, and at three in the morning. I mean, all right. So tell me why he has to pay. Because he didn't because bring it fast enough and you didn't feel comfortable. And I understand that. Don't that's, think I don't. That's it's the reason. fine, but sometimes our best decisions cost us, not somebody else. What duty does he have to change your locks? He was threatening me. He told me shut up or something that he's going to find somebody to come and jump me. Did you I, say that? Yeah, but I said all the time I was joking with her. <laughs> <laughs> Did you really say that? Yeah, but it wasn't serious. And I was joking. I have told her all the time I would, but I have never did it. I said, so, if you felt unsafe wait. with me around your kids at any time, at any time, you should When did you say, I'm going to send somebody to jump you? That night. Same night? That I night? I mean, I say it all the time to her. Oh, so. Yeah. So she, she shouldn't take night, the she took it serious, I guess. Yeah, I guess she did. Talking. I guess she did. And then when you, when you said, I'm going to send somebody to jump you, she took it seriously, and at 6 in the morning, she changed the locks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that happened. Wow. Didn't expect you to admit that. Didn't. I thought this would go totally differently. <laughs> Let me see the receipt for the lock change. 
I don't have that on. How do you not have that on you? It's what the lawsuit's about. How do I know you even changed the locks and didn't just steal the money because you're angry? Your defense is, I'm entitled to it. He threatened me. I needed to change the locks. Okay, show me the receipt for the lock change. I don't have the receipt. Uh, I left it on the table and it got thrown away. <laughs> Verdicts for the plaintiff, $200. Well, lack of evidence really hurt the defendant here. If you'd have had a receipt, might have been a different outcome, you know? Yeah. You understand the situation? I do understand. Okay. Are you two still friendly or not? No, not it's, at all. It's over, huh? Over. Okay. You must sign a few documents. Thank you very much. Here comes Mr. Melvin. You lucky? <laughs> yes. <laughs> if she'd have had a receipt, might have been a little different, huh? Yes. You're no friendly with her? No. It's I don't over? have a problem with her, no. It's We're over. Good. Okay, it's good over. enough. Well, congratulations. You Thank won. You. Okay. Short and simple, Harvey. Okay, Doug, I mean, I gotta tell you something. She is so lying that she used the money to uh, change the locks or buy locks, she stole it. 